Too often, Black women are a mere afterthought in conversations around wellness, but not in this space. On this podcast, the dialogue is always centered around women like you. Welcome to the podcast, but more importantly, welcome to the tribe. Be well, sis. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Be Well Sis podcast. I am your host, Dr. Cassandra Dunbar. Welcome back to the Feel Good Friday bonus series. As you know, I am testing out a new Friday series called Feel Good Fridays, where I chat with you about various wellness trends, wellness finds, pop culture, as it relates to wellness, or just simply my thoughts. And before we hop into today's Feel Good Friday, I want to remind you that this Friday, September 29th at 7 p.m., if you are in Charlotte, you need to be in the building. It is the first Be Well Sis in-person event, and it is a showing of a short documentary called Best Friends Not Forever, which is a brilliant film made by a black woman named Diamond Williams. And it talks about the ups and downs of female friendships, as well as navigating the friendship breakups. I have been there and it is painful. I feel like it, I haven't had a divorce, but it feels like I was experiencing the pain of a divorce, but we don't talk about it. So with me will be, um, Two amazing therapists and friends to the show, Whitney Cobble and Tiffany Bishop, who are therapists based out of Charlotte. Um, their practice is called Raising Resilience. And we'll also be joined by Brittany Horn of Revel Wellness. So we'll be getting a discussion on some of the feelings that come up after or yeah, after watching the documentaries and navigating female friendships come through. We'll also have some light bites. Hopefully you'll leave with a new friend. And I just want to meet the ladies who are here in Charlotte. So come through. It is absolutely free. However, the seats are limited and we're actually running out of seats. So, so please do yourself a favor, reserve that seat today. Um, the link is down below in the show notes. Reserve that seat. Come through Friday, September 29th at 7 p.m. here in Charlotte. And the other announcement is that we are going to Cartagena, Colombia. So we will be going in August 2024, a intimate trip to Cartagena, Colombia, where we will be indulging in all of the Afro-Indigenous culture. I heard the food is amazing. The music is amazing. The city itself is beautiful and steeped in history. So we have so many great activities going on. So join us. It is in partnership with Jelani Travel because this is not my realm. I love to travel, but I don't know how to put a trip together. I said, you know what? I'm going to work with the expert at doing this. So that way we have an amazing experience that we are pampered. We are loved. The accommodations are A1. The food is A1. Everything is taken care of. We just show up and just be great. So again, it's in partnership with Jelani Travels. The information again is also going to be down below in the show notes so that way you can join the wait list and as soon so that as soon as booking opens you can reserve your spot again we are going to Cartagena Colombia in August 2024 and you need to be there so um so how was your week I hope that your week has been well I hope that life has been treating you well but more importantly I hope that you have been treating yourself well um no matter what is going on in the world around us, it is important that we make time to to treat ourselves. You know, I, one of the things that I've, the sayings that I've heard that has really stuck with me is that 
our bodies are our forever homes and that we are our own constant companion. So we have to treat ourselves right. Um, So one of the things that I've been trying to do lately has been trying to learn how to sit still. I have um, done meditations before. I actually really enjoy meditating, but recently I have found that I do not prioritize slowing down because I'll always give myself a reason why five minutes of meditation is too much because I can be doing A, B, and C in that five minutes. So I have been practicing sitting still. And one of the ways that I practice sitting still is by actually puzzling. So a friend of mine challenged me to take to do a puzzle. It wasn't even a challenge. It was just an, an offer like, hey, why don't you do a puzzle? And I was like, a puzzle? That means I have to sit down and really like take my time to do this thing. And she's just like, okay, yes. And I'm like, but I can't sit still. And she's like, you know what? Actually, this is exactly why you should puzzle. So the person who suggested this to me is actually a friend of the show and a friend of mine, um, Brittany Horn. She owns a beautiful um, therapeutic puzzle company called Revel Wellness. And their mission is to help women reclaim their joy and secure their peace. They have therapeutic puzzles that feature stunning, I mean stunning artwork created by Black women that reflect our beauty, our values, and our dreams. And because they're deeply committed to addressing the unique challenges that we face, um, they actually donate a part of their sales to nonprofits that offer impactful mental health services to Black women. So... I am asking you and I am challenging you to also join me in embracing stillness and also engaging your creativity and caring for ourselves in a unique way by puzzling. So I invite you to get your puzzle at revelwellnessco.com and use the code BWELLSIS15 at checkout to save some coins. So again, visit revelwellnessco.com and use code BWELLSIS15 at checkout to go ahead and save your coins. So together, we are going to embrace the stillness and learn the solitude that can come in the stillness by puzzling, y'all. Um, so I'll also have the code down below in the show notes. And the other thing that I have been doing has been actually doing my own nails. Y'all, the prices of these nail salons are wild. I just don't understand. A pedicure the other day, cost me, I want to say it was $80, $80 for a, a pedicure. So I'll tell you all that entails. So I did get gel because I like to, when I get gel on my, on my toes, it lasts longer. Um, but that was it. I didn't get any designs. I didn't get a French. I didn't get anything special. And that joint cost me $80. That was before I tipped old girl. Okay. So I'm like, I can't keep up. I can't keep up with, with the cost of living (laughs) at this point. So I'm trying to figure out what are some things that I can do by myself. And one of the things that I'm going to start doing by myself is doing my nails because I can't anymore. One of the things that I love using is foot mask to keep my feet nice and soft. So um, even between my my pedicures, I always like to use foot um, masks because I'm on my feet um, and just to keep them nice and soft. But because we're rolling into the fall, I found something that is kind of like, actually it is a chemical peel for your foot. And I am going to start using that as well. It's called baby foot and it literally acts like a chemical peel. So you put it on and you leave it on for the, the duration of time that the package says. And then within days, the, the layers of skin 
on your feet are going to start to peel the same way that your face would start to peel after getting a chemical peel service. And I'm like, you know what? This is the perfect time to do this um, because come spring, my feet are going to remain baby soft. And by then I'm going to learn how to do my own gel manicures on my pedicure, um, gel pedicures, because I cannot, by the time it is, if it's $80 today, we are in September, 2023. I can only imagine how much it's going to cost in summer of 2024 because everything is going exponentially higher and y'all, I can't keep up. I'm going to go ahead and stop ranting because I feel my blood pressure raising. We don't want that. Um, But yeah, so those are some things that I am doing right now to take care of myself and to take care of my pockets because baby, like everything's increasing except my pay. I just don't get it. And I know I'm not alone. (laughs) So today for our Feel Good Fridays, I actually want us to examine the notion of first world problems. And you're probably thinking, well, girl, the things that you just talked about were first world problems. Okay, maybe, 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 but I have some thoughts. Hear me out. First world problems. You've probably heard it before or even used the phrase yourself. And if you aren't sure what it means, it's a phrase that is used to minimize complaints about trivial issues and to shame the complainer, to generate humor at the expense of first world culture and as good humored self-deprecation. And if you use that phrase in reference to things that you may be experiencing, like the minor annoyances of life, I want to challenge you not to. And I'll tell you why. Since childhood, black girls who are now women have been discouraged from complaining, and I use that with quotes, um, or expressing themselves. We were told to never let them see you sweat or cry. Even when we've been victims of actual offenses, like say a whooping, we were asked, oh, what you crying about? Or even worse for the sensitive souls like me, oh, I'll give you something to cry about. And I remember six-year-old me just sitting there stuck thinking, oh my God, she just tore my tail up. What else does she have planned for me? And quickly learned to shut it up. Years of this conditioning results in women who are emotionally constipated. Women like me. I've learned to reserve and contain all of my emotions within my body and have yet learned how to release them. So many times I feel like my body is begging me to cry, to release, to display any emotion other than joy, and I can't. I often say that my children have been my greatest teachers, and this week I learned a lesson on empathy. I mean, I know what empathy is. I am deeply empathetic and have the ability to relate to others' feelings, even when I haven't experienced what they have. My husband knows this, my close friends know this, but my children don't, I realize. And the reason they don't is because I just came to the realization that that in my dealings with them, I present only two versions of myself, the caretaker and the disciplinarian. One of my children is neurodivergent, and as I learn more about it, I realize that the things that I consider to be, quote, second nature to me aren't to him, and I have to intentionally practice, display, and or teach it. So there was this incident this past week that made me realize that he wasn't very empathetic. He mostly only cares about himself and not necessarily how his actions impact others. And while he's still small, I understand that a certain level of the self-centeredness is to be expected. Yet at the same time, while he's growing, it's important to me that he grows to be a sympathetic and empathetic human. So I found myself asking myself, why didn't he see or understand how his actions affect those around him? And it dawned on me that while I may tell him that, 
I've never been vulnerable enough for him to see how some of the things he says or does actually just hurts my feelings. So now I'm going to be more intentional to verbalize when my feelings have been hurt instead of either brushing it off or minimizing my feelings because he's still a kid. So what does this have to do with first world problems? Well, because of the conditioning of my early childhood, I still minimize my own feelings. So whenever I'm in a less than ideal situation, I'll either react with a tone or manner of a really harsh inner critic, or I'll dismiss it as being a quote, first world problem. If I actually allow myself to share the issue with a friend, it isn't a first world problem. It's a problem, a nuisance or an issue. It's ours and it doesn't need a qualifier. We're allowed to experience all of our feelings. It's part of our humanity. When we don't make space for them, we make space for other things to fester. And in my case, enter the exacerbation of depression anxiety, etc. And I've said this before, I have this theory that every time we deny ourselves the full experience of being human, it physically manifests itself as illness. With the alarming rates of uterine fibroids in our community, it wouldn't surprise me if it all manifests in our wombs. And to be clear, I am not putting blame on you if you're experiencing this, but what I am saying is I want you to give yourself a break and allow yourself to experience all of the things and to quote, complain or vent without a qualifier. It's not a first world problem, it's a problem. And you're deserving to express that however you need to express that. As always, thank you so, so much for joining. Be well, sis. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Be Well Sis podcast. For more information on anything discussed in this episode, please see the show notes and or visit www.bewellsispodcast.com. Oh, and don't forget to leave a five-star rating on Apple. Until next time, be well, sis. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.